This week on Big Eyes, we got a very special guest. Johnny Barnes, a.k.a. JB, joins us, and we sit down and talk about Confessions in Blue Box. Endo drops off his work for the month. And who do we think could direct a manga live-action movie? Stay tuned. Episode 102. Let's get it. The Big Eyes Podcast. at it again we back at it again all right we, <laughs> back, we like we never, never left back like we never left man you already know like we, we here we, we doing our thing and we're happy for you to be on a on a brand or a brand new episode of the big eyes podcast some good stuff happening this week mm-hmm. we got some good discussion oh yeah and and you know um you know if 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 we got good discussion uh-huh. that means you gotta get <laughs> Hey, listen, VO one hundred and two. Hey, we got good discussion. That means we got to get some special guests on the episode. You know what I'm saying? And and to have these special guests, they had, you know, we had to we had to go big. We had to get the man, the myth, the legend, the guy that is behind some maybe your favorite lookout tweets, maybe some of your favorite YouTube highlights. You know, uh, you know, we got we got the man Johnny Barnes himself, another Minnesota native. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, my boy Johnny, how you feeling? Today? Hey, what's going on, man? guys? It's a it's an honor to be here. Man, happy to have you, bro. Uh, you know, as always, you you may see Johnny, you know, interacting with us once again. He's the he's the king of the YouTube highlights. He yeah. makes sure our highlight reels are going crazy. We make sure our our, our ball is life, anime is life, highlights are going crazy. Mm-hmm. So, man, you know, Johnny's a, a big part of the lookout. A lot of this. A lot of this uh, uh, machine doesn't work without him. Yeah. So, man, uh, appreciate you for pulling up on us today. So, uh, J- Johnny, what you been? Uh, what you been reading on, man, lately? Yeah. So, man, it's like a lot of a lot of different stuff. I actually, it's crazy. Um, it's a lot of different series. I've been trying to do like a book a week uh, since the new year started. Trying to um, clear up. Clear oh yeah, up I've my been seeing uh, some of your Instagram stuff. Oh too. yeah. Yeah, so trying to like clear out the backlog and you know, and uh, try out new, new oh, different yeah. stuff. Nah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah, you we've been seeing you. You've been yeah. you've been getting you've been finding the obscure shit too. Yeah, man. You've been finding the, the the manga deep cuts. I be seeing some of the stuff you be posting on Instagram. I'm like, oh yeah, nah, that's a classic. I I ain't even know about this. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it's a it's a mix of like you know stuff that I've always you know have seen like just people talk about it and wanted to jump in on or like stuff that I've just, you know, I see the cover of Barnes and Noble. I'm like, let's see how this goes. And it's, it's been a, it's been a fun experiment. Yeah, for sure. I think like, that's the crazy thing about like manga, man. Like it's, 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 it's so much, so much material. 
like and there's a lot of things that you know we have probably grown up on that other people didn't watch and vice versa and it's like you know when you hear about people talking about some of that stuff we're like yeah let me go back and see what that was hitting on because i might have missed something like was was this really as far as everyone said it was Nah, yeah, man. So shout out to shout out to special grade Johnny on Instagram. If you ever want to catch up on what he's reading on, you know he's he's definitely tapped in with the with the great stuff. But man, let's let's get into why we're here. Yeah, you know another great week in manga. We got some really good news. Oh yeah. Um, we got the uh, what you call it? We got we got the circulation sales for the week. Yep. For Shonen Jump. Yep. Twenty twenty two. They're updated, so this is like a yearly thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got One Piece. They're at 49, 490 million copies. Bro, they have almost at 500 mil. <laughs> yeah, man. Do we do we see One Piece hit a billion copies in circulation before we die? Yes. Guaranteed. Does One Piece end by the time we die? Yes. Guaranteed. Based on where based on where this I don't want to talk about it right now. Like we can talk about it in another episode, but like this cra- latest chapter was crazy. So I think No, nah, latest chapter is really good. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, One Piece may reach that point. Uh, Hunter Hunter still holding solid. It's got 79 million. Duh, because that's all we got to read. All we have is this. That's, that's, that's all Jeff. That's, that's all Jeff. Yeah, that's a thousand percent Jeff. Jeff has is 79 million in circulation. I'm pretty sure Jess has like 60 of that. 60 of that 79. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Sure. It's crazy because I've been seeing like more and more Hunter Hunter uh, pop up in the bookstores down here. I don't know if y'all have them uh, in Minnesota, man, but like I just been seeing them get reprinted. I'm like, damn. So gosh, you trying to tell us something, man? Like, what's going on? I saw that little fake news thing about him asking his wife to finish up Hunter Hunter. Oh Ford. yeah, I did see that too. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah, I'm... Tigashi said y'all better dance this old shit. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. He, he ain't even gonna send us a remix. He's not gonna send us no author notes, no nothing. It's just the same reprint over and over again. I respect it. You know, I respect Togashi for just being like, you know what, y'all gonna y'all gonna continue to you know listen, old work in a new package. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Package, and he getting them off too. That's it's, he getting them off. But uh, what you want to call it? Yeah. We uh, we got, also we got my hero. My hero. We got my hero sixty five. We got Jujutsu Kaisen at sixty. Jujutsu Kaisen doing that too with like half the damn uh volumes. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, do you, like I think they're gonna run as long as possible. Like, I think they're gonna both go the distance and end somewhere around the same amount probably by next year because i don't i don't know man jujutsu kaisen is really reaching close however what i'm trying to say is the the my hero fan base and all the stuff that my hero can you know shift off into could really push further beyond like jujutsu kaisen is selling amazing like this is crazy um i think the crazy thing about uh jujutsu or uh, the crazy thing about my hero and Jujutsu Kaisen is that my hero, like if you look at my hero's numbers when the 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 mock, like whatever current volume drops, mm-hmm. it like flies off the shelves. Yeah, like they do crazy numbers when the mock, like when their volume drops, and then it just it just tapers off. Yeah, like 
Jujutsu Kaisen, like as a whole, like it pre- it stays pretty steady. Even like when they like they get spikes when uh, a new volume drops, mm-hmm. it may taper off a bit, but then it just goes back to really staying pretty steady for them. I, I foresee I foresee another bump coming um, when the next season comes out. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. It, it is definitely gonna happen. Um, so let I mean, I mean, some good numbers. Yeah, good numbers. I think manga manga sales are fun to talk about. I can't lie. Yeah, man. Like even even when you look at something like Mashal and Undead and Luck, they both came out around the same time. But like you know, Mashal doubled up on them. It's like damn. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on. Speaking of doubling up. You see, you see Blue Box? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you yeah. You see Blue Box? Hey, f- hey, listen, four volumes. We already about to hit a mill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, the Blue Box agenda is strong. Mm. It's very strong. Mm. I love it. Yeah, man. I love it. This is what I'm here for. This is what this is what we're here for, man. Listen, we, we're here for the for the Blue Box, for the Blue Box agenda. All for All it. All right? All for it. I'm not playing with y'all anymore. We're, we're here. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very happy for them. I can't wait until it gets started getting printed stateside. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, man. When it starts, watch. When it starts in the stateside, watch them. Watch them numbers go up. How Jeff be buying Hunter Hunter? That's gonna be buying Blue Box. <laughs> pass them out like uh, like Bibles, right? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. I'm gonna pass them out on the street like roses. That's gonna start being my telltale sign. If a girl mess with me, she's gonna have a a Blue Box volume on her on her on her shelf. First volume. First volume, she gonna have it on her shelf. That's how you know she mine. You know how that's how Future said he identifies his women by the APs. <laughs> I identify my women by the manga. Oh, <laughs> they listen, man. Yo, only only my special ones got the special edition joints. They get my first editions. <laughs> that's how that's how you gonna start identifying my women. Do you even read manga? She like, no, never opened it in my life. I'm like, I. You're gonna see it. There's gonna be a little note in there for me mm-hmm. on the back page, right next to the little author note. Yeah, it's my note. My note. Now, some other news. Uh, Mashal Volume Ten. They has a a statement in there with him retracting the fact that it's gonna be ending. Yeah. Shonen Jump said, "Hell no, nah, you ain't going nowhere." <laughs> Shonen Jump say, bring that ass here, boy. You're like, you're you are selling. not going <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. Three million? Up. Three million? Bro, we only have, like, the first five volumes here in America. I think it's, they just released volume 10. And it's, our, like, it's already lapped Undead Unlucky. And they both started around the same time. So they were like, nah, we can't let that end. No, sir. Well, well the thing is, too, is that I think Shonen Jump knows that they about to have some big gaps soon. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. With with Doctor Stone next- ending today. So yeah, moving on. Um, we uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean that's true though. Doctor Stone, Doctor Stone left today. Um, what should we call it? My hero obviously leaving. Jujutsu Kaisen is leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Clover is kind of just like they're just kind of chilling. It's weird because I want to say it's weird because Black Clover chapters have been getting progressively shorter. Like you know how a lot of chapters be like nineteen pages. But for the last few chapters, Black Clover has been about 15, and then today's was like 11. So I don't know, man. I feel like there's something going on with Black Clover in the background I, we ain't seeing. So it may be ending soon as well. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I can't say that because regardless of how I may feel about Black Clover, which isn't bad feelings anymore, it's pretty indifferent now. But yeah, once again, these are gonna be big gaps left. Yeah, Black Clover is very popular. Doctor Stone is very popular. My Hero is very popular. Jujutsu Kaisen is very popular. Mm-hmm. All those leaving and potentially ending very soon. I'm sure they're like, listen, bro, can you please write this story a bit longer? Yeah, like, please, um, because they're they're like I said, there is gonna be some open spaces. Yeah, there's gonna be a whole and that, I mean and shout out and shout out to the new manga that are coming in. They're kind of coming in at the right time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why I'm happy about this wave that we've gotten. Like I only expect like the of the new wave that we've gotten for two to be dropped. And I'm pretty sure we know which two they are. But you know, the for the rest of them, they they look like they're projecting very long numbers and sales. You know what I'm saying? They're they're doing really good in these first few chapters and you know, hopefully they can stay strong. So the future of Jump is looking kind of bright. Oh, yeah, it is. It definitely is. Um, but no, I like how they, he was like, man, listen, they had a gun to that man's ribs. <laughs> they're like, ah, ah, ah. They said, last arc. Last arc, my ass. <laughs> You're going to give us at least two more. I don't give a fuck. They're like, you too popular right now. You too popping. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So, man, yeah, Marshall. Um volume i guess red hood's getting the volume and they're getting all these extra additives to it oh yeah they're they're getting that epilogue it's like a little time skip um yeah that's that's johnny how did you feel about red hood yeah i liked like when it first started out i liked it like you know the the concept it was a former uh my hero assistant Mm -hmm. but like as time went on it's like certain stuff kind of dragged and then like once they dipped into the like once the writing was on the wall that oh it's gonna be ending soon and they flipped into the sort of like meta like fourth wall breaking type stuff i'm like okay okay i see what we're doing here yeah but but yeah they're they're getting you know like it's crazy that they like like when they announced like speaking like volumes they're uh like they're getting a physical you know before a lot of other uh about newer shorter series that got you know clipped for it so it'll be interesting to see that you know if they get a second life through uh you know circulation or anything like that yeah i mean they're doing all this and my thing is i just i just don't want the i don't want the narrative around it to become this whole like red hood should have been given a chance and red hood was i mean to be fair a lot of these series do like they're given a chance but i i think a lot of them it's a lot of factors that we just don't know about. It could be like editorial things, you know, assistance. It, I, there, I wouldn't be surprised if there was things behind the scene with Red Hood that you know got it canceled. Um, but my thing is, but and that's very true. But my thing is, is that people like to go off this whole deep end of we we really there's a few words that we throw around that uh, that have really lost their strength. Underrated is one of them. And there's going to be this big fiasco of Red Hood was so underrated and it should have been given a chance. Like they should have been done justice and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, bro, end of the day, if you're good enough, you're going to be good enough. And you're going to stay like that's just the end of the day. If you're good enough, you're going to stay. And if you're not, then you're going to get pushed to the side and you're going to move on. Like it is what it is. They had this hype built up around it. They didn't live up to the hype. And that's just what it is. And I'm just, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready for the 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 discussion that may come from this with people being like, "See, look at what all they could have done with this one year time skip." And I'm just gonna be like, 
well, they could have done it if they're good. <laughs> like, end of the day. It's, it's it's weird though because it's like we we get them canned, right? And then we get some new manga that are are hitting just as well, but now they're in a space where okay, all of these other manga are about to end, so we technically can't clip anything else because the stuff that they were against were just in their you know their strongest seasons. You know what I mean? So I don't know if like. Everything else around Red Hood and you know ITLC and all the stuff that came out last year was just like I don't I don't want to call them bad, but everything else already had their longevity and you know could build up to something and hold their spots for you know however long a time just for these other things to end. So I I don't know, man. It's 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 like the gravity, the season, you know, everything else is just lining up. The stars are aligning for things like Earth Child. I'll say this in terms of the new manga. And within, I mean, Red Hood got what eighteen chapters. I say first three chapters. It ain't better than if we're gonna pair first three chapters. It ain't better than Earth Child. Oh yeah, hey, hey, and here, no, you know what's the crazy thing that you say it like that? There was no regular conflict, like no shonen actual conflict in the first three chapters of Earth Child, other than you know her going to space and fighting an asteroid. There is no fighting. It's all just like straight dialogue of this nigga talking, trying to figure out what's the best for his son. Listen, there's no one. There's their first three chapters ain't better than Earth Child. We're gonna talk from a storytelling perspective. Um, Akane Banashi is telling of at least a more fluid story. Yeah. Regardless if you feel it's slow paced or whatever, it's telling a way more fluid story. In in you can you can easily more follow it along, and you're not doing too much with it. Um, I think Doron to Doron is more fun. Yes, and Ayashiman is overall just way better. Yeah, I can agree with those all are, of that. All, all four of those are much better than Red Hood, and you can tell that they they're actually getting some some burn and some spin. So it's like, I. I don't know. I can't feel bad for it, man. They're, they're doing their thing. I'm only sad because you named those four and there's literally like Shugo Maru sitting right there and you would be like, well, you could replace it with Shugo Maru, but that means it's still at the bottom of the list. Yeah, I'm never reading Shugo Maru. I'm sorry. Man, I told you. I just skimmed through it, man. I, I look for references like, ha, huh, that's kind of funny. And then just go about my day. JB, how are you feeling about these new ones, man? How are you feeling about the new the new titles that are coming in right now? Yeah, so yeah, with, with, with this new class, um, I'm, I'm definitely liking what uh what Ayashiman is doing. I know we had the comment uh, in the Discord of like, you know, you know, there's only so much that you can do with you know the manga references and the one hit KOs, but you know they've expanded the uh, um sort of like underworld yakuza type stuff with the other like monster uh stuff you know in the series and, and, it, and it's you know it proved to be more engaging uh yeah a more, more engaging story um yeah you got doran which you know hits on the sort of like shaman king soul leader vibes it's um and then stuff like yeah like, um like you're saying earth child that one like, like like AD, I don't know if you had seen um the the person who made Earth Child, they were an assistant uh during the Steel Ball run era of JoJo. Oh really? So they were they were a witness mm. to some, you know, very good stories. Yeah, they were. Okay. That makes a that makes actually a a little bit of sense now that you say that. So yeah, we yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of good, you know, stuff as far as the new era. 
And then talk about, you know, Shikamaru. You know, it's one of those ones with like obviously that you know the shonen jump reader base is so wide and like there's something for there's literally you know something for everyone pretty much you know it's not like if everything doesn't hit it's like okay that's okay you know there's gonna be somebody that's digging the whole like schoolyard gag type stuff oh yeah yeah for sure so i don't know we're in a good spot though we're in a good place of 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 manga right now um some other cool things which watch uh they get their one year anniversary shout out to them to getting the cover Mm -hmm. um Maybe we'll start covering more Witch Watch on this show. Uh, I'll quit hating. <laughs> it's not bad. I just it's not bad. I just don't feel that I don't get invested into it as all the other joints. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, this is gonna be the segue into into us getting into these chapters this week and breaking yeah. down some of these chapters. But shout out to Endo for doing the Dragon Ball fifteen volume fifteen cover. He shows up for work when he wants to, and when he does, he kills it. Oh yeah. Our, oh yeah. That that's my goal in life. <laughs> I don't ever want to show up for work, but when I do, I want y'all to understand I'm really great at it. Fifty percent at work, but hundred percent when you're doing work. It <laughs> <laughs> don't never shows up, bro. And when he does, he does his thing. I really respect it. He's an asset. He's really an asset. Like, it's like they complain about it, that he turns in what he does, and they're like, whoa, this is the most amazing thing ever. Like, this week's chapter was a spy family was really good. Man, listen, we get we get the, the villain that we need for the, the school setting. We got we got old lady Tonitrus here, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I love that we get this person here, because, you know, it's crazy where we have all of the action, Lloyd on his missions, you're from the, from the boat and everything that was happening with that. You know, we get all of these high action paced stuff. You know, when we get back to the school, it's like, okay, we can relax a little bit. Everything is going to get slow paced. Nah, we still got to worry about this. We still got to worry about, you know, are you getting expelled, man? And I'm glad they brought that back up because I definitely leave, um, think that Spy Family needed this chapter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I like how they kind of bring it back to the school. They bring it back to, I love how the conflict is. These kids are coming back from break and they just got that, you know, they got that break hangover. Yeah, you like just like, damn, we back. That was in the school. best part. That was the best part of like, man, listen, I was like winter break. Like, bro, after winter break, that whole week we're back. Like, that's me just getting readjusted to the exactly. fact that I'm back in school. Like the first two weeks, I'm just like, listen, bro, y'all just gave me like a week and a half off. Like, I just, I can't, you know. We can't saying? jump right back into things. I can't jump right back into things. Like, what do you, what do you expect me to do? <laughs> um, but no, I, I, like you said, though, I, I think you brought up a really great point. I think now they have introduced the villain that they need for, um, for the school with, uh, that new head or the 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 other teacher yeah because when you think about it like it's it's just been so relaxed like we've been mostly worrying about Anya and her grades and getting close to Damien but we didn't know there was going to be somebody to shake it up this much where it's like no this is an actual perfect school we forgot that this was like one of the highest schools with all the like rich folks like they have to hold themselves to that certain standard and it would be a teacher like this to like really just mark off any little thing but I am it's kind of funny where we start off with the chapter and it's a student at the high school portion just smoking a cig behind the corner and she just immediately marks this man like out of nowhere crazy i think that this is a the perfect opportunity for them to kind of 
you know, flesh this out, especially when we get to the end of this chapter and where we're going along with Anya and Damien and their whole thing. I think that was a really, really great thing to show like, hey, we're also building closer to, to Damien and we're actually progressing this story a little bit more in terms of getting them close to Lloyd's actual mission. For sure. JB, how are you feeling about uh, Spy Family this week? Yeah, I definitely, you know, echo the sentiment of like, you know, even, you know, we had all this, you know, different, you know, side stuff and like, like don't, like, don't forget, you know, you still got to be, you know, all proper, you know, and, and good, you know, because that, that, the threat of expulsion is still sort of looming in the air. Like, and to, yeah, to have a, uh, to introduce an mm-hmm. um, antagonist who like sort of hits on that is like really, yeah, really good to see. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, all I, all I want to know is like, you know, where we're going to go from here with, with that whole thing because we get through the chapter and you know there's a whole thing about them needing handkerchiefs to to show to her because she starts harassing like the first graders um they're not first graders they're like in kindergarten or something like that but like older kids are getting marked up by this lady as she's walking through the halls and everybody's terrified like she don't let her catch you she's immediately gonna mark you down she expelled 100 kids at one time like could you imagine getting like half your class gone by like the end of first period <laughs> she ain't spelled a hundred kids, bro. That's wild. Yeah, man. That is, that is that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, we not, but I think once again, since Anya really is and her being in school is such a big focal point, I love how they 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 create how they create that atmosphere and they create that tension in there. Yeah, because it's still like. You obviously know that Anya, like Anya, is a part of this bigger scheme that Lloyd has. Yeah, cool. And you understand that the bigger like scheme that Lloyd has is very serious. Is like you know it's this daunting thing of just like him trying to stop this war. Him trying, you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of spy work, espionage, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But they when they bring it to that school setting, they keep it very like they keep it very kiddish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like this is this is typical school stuff that they're going to, but it's it it feels so much a part of something bigger mm-hmm. and it's like like you said you introduce these like quote-unquote villains aka like these mean teachers or teachers that are very strict or teachers that are very you know what you know all these different things and it's like that's the conflict yep. and that's you know that and that's what we're finding trying to find the resolution the anya is a part of trying to find that resolution how she tries to go about it and whatnot it, it you know it draws you into that story it reminds you of just being in school of like oh damn i remember having a hard-ass teacher that would write me up for anything mm. or do it you know what i'm saying but also when you think about her headmaster who's also kind of like a strict but he 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 is he's understanding much more lean he's much more yeah he's much more lenient understanding he's a little bit more like you could tell that he's a little bit more nurturing and you're like oh i remember having a teacher like that too so i like how they kind of take these elements of of something that it would seem very um, childish and not like and not in a bad way, but like uh, something that's a little bit more kiddie and childish. But like how they make it relatable for even older older fans who are reading this story. Yep, definitely. Once again, when Endo shows up for work, he goes fucking ballistics. So yeah, man, he got paid overtime this week. Man, listen, he did what he had to do. He did a cover. He did a, this man did a cover and a chapter. <laughs> he about to take four weeks off. <laughs> Hold on, let me see when this chapter, when the next chapter hit. It's like on. this time next month. He's taking a month off before the uh, anime, I think. Twenty-eight, 28 days. days. Twenty-eight <laughs> days. 
We did a chapter and a cover. He said, I'm good for the month. I got, the, I got this month's rent paid. He got the... He got the he, listen. He got the essentials covered for the month. Oh he said, man! Fuck that. I'm not. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all in a month. Don't bother me. Don't bother me. Spy Family is the greatest manga with the most inconsistent schedule. That's ridiculous. Oh my god! Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh man! But moving on to uh to to even more. You know what? I'm gonna save this chapter for last because low key this was the most this is the most heat chapter of all uh, this week. But let's uh let's move on to the big ones. Um my hero, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh my hero, we're we're in the heat of battle. I mean two oh, yeah. two mangas right now that we're in the heat of battle right now. Yeah, yeah. Um My Hero, we're obviously starting this, you know, we're I like how they're kicking it off with Sugar Rocket. Yeah, definitely. We got we got Bakugo, Mirko, Ed Shot. All against Shigaraki, best genius is there for support. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to keep him in the air. They find out his weakness. They they're doing what they can, man. I, I I'm really enjoying how they're trying to set the stage for the combat against Shigaraki. Um, I'm loving how people are understanding their roles. That's also very true. This is a team like, game. <laughs> it's a team that people are understanding their roles. And I, I very much appreciate that. I I very much appreciate no one right now is trying to play some hero ball. Yeah, man. But I mean, it talks though. It, it it speaks to the maturity of the students now, and you can tell that they have all grown in terms of training and battles that they've been in, and that they're really fully understanding of like how to work together as a team in in with like in working with other heroes. Yep, especially when you see like you know Momo and uh what's her name Hatsume working together to keep the the building going. You got Monoma switching switching his gears to use um Aizawa's quirk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's playing their roles and they're do everybody is useful in their own way to to you know play this larger part of stopping the greater evil. And yeah, man. My hero is actually giving everybody a little love right now. They are. I like the big and I like the like game plan and you know them putting you know, Sugar Rocky in this in this big arena. Uh, JB, you brought up a a very interesting point. Um, hold on, let me make sure it was you because you know I, I ain't trying to get people's role, like words stolen out they out they mouth. Okay, yeah, it was you. But when you talk about the the animation of it, I think you brought up a, a really good point of how they are going to make this how they're going to make this scene look visually and like what they're all got to put into it. Yeah. Cause it's all, it's all like very, you know, chaotic. Like it's like every page is like a new team up. Like you had the one with, uh, yeah. Ed shot and the guys, you know, making more material. You had, uh, Kaminari and the, uh, the manga, um, guy from class, class B, you know, doing, you know, providing energy that way. Yeah. You had, you had Mino- mm-hmm. Yeah. You had, uh, um, Momo and, Hatsume, do, do, you know, creating more stuff. It's like every page was a different, like, team-up. Yeah, then you had Manoma, Aizawa, and then the water guy, you know, making sure his eyes don't dry out. It's like every page was a new different team-up, and it's like, how are they going to make this flow, you know, when we actually get to the uh, the anime of it? Yeah. It's, like, it's all firing off, you know, at once. I'll say that's, and once again, you brought up another good point of just, like, the 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 flow of these battles is going to be very important. And obviously starting off with the Shigaraki battle, I feel that that was kind of a, I feel that was a no brainer 
especially because like Deku is um no, he's not in it. He's supposed to be there. He's obviously somewhere else handling, you know, his the other business. So uh, seeing how they're going to to survive without him, you know, it kind of puts you in the heat of things. But then you have to, you know, they essentially you got four really four different battles going on. Mm-hmm. You have the Shigaraki versus them. You have uh, Dobby versus um, uh, Shoto. Uh, Shoto. You have Deku and oh, Chaco and uh, Toga all together. And that's obviously, I think that's going to be so dialogue and emotional heavy. I don't see much, much. I mean, there might be some action and fighting there, but I feel that's going to be a more dialogue kind of thing ordeal, especially because we know that there's this thing of a, a, a Toga face turn that could potentially happen. Um, and then you have the rest of the crew versus the rest of, you know, the other villains mm-hmm. who are, you know, which is still a battle in itself and something that probably a lot of people want to see. There's definitely going to be some second tier, third tier heroes that get a moment, but you have all these battles going on and how they flow and how the story flows, jumping battle to battle is going to be very important. Oh, definitely. There could even be a point where it's like, you know, Shigaraki, because he's aware that they're aware of his powers, he can make it a point to get himself out of the air. You know what I'm saying? They, they're doing all of these things to like keep him suspended in the air because he is the greatest threat. So there could be a point where like the tables get turned and now we're back on the ground. And, you know, who knows what could happen at that point? You know what I'm saying? So I really do think as we're going along the floor of battle, all of the next few chapters, you know what I'm saying, is going to play a vital role into where this leads to, but I'm kind of excited about that, man. Like this is the final battle that we've been waiting for. Like you, would you have thought we would have made it to like this certain point? Like, because be honest, like I think we all saw, you know, the final battle being Shigaraki versus Deku. Like that's, that's what we're waiting for. But like the build up to it has been kind of like very interesting. And I'm really enjoying like, at least with the other characters, how everybody has played out, how they're at least, attempting to show everybody love not just like giving it to the star players you know what i mean i'm really enjoying where where horikoshi is trying to build up to yeah i mean for real like we're here like we're at the end game of this manga yeah horikoshi just has to really stick the landing yeah like that's his biggest thing if he sticks his landing my hero will legit go down as one of the greats as like one of the greatest of all time that's that's the biggest question now. Here's the biggest question, and Johnny, I want you to answer this too. Like, what does the ending of My Hero look like to you? What does it look like? Like, what do I? Okay, dude, what do I want, or what? What do, what do I want, or what do I think is going to happen? What Those do you? What do you no, no, no. All right, so I'm gonna say both, but like, what do, what do you think would be a satisfying ending for My Hero to have? There has to be a, a a definitive winner of the battle. There has to be like a, a legit like no, they won. There is no, oh man, they might bounce back. Oh no, they have this second power. Oh no, they make. There needs to be a definitive. This person won. This person lost. It's done. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. one of those moments. I'm just like, and now how they get there. I don't know. I don't know what is how they're gonna get to that point, but it has to. There has to feel some type of definitive like winner and loser here. They can't. They, I feel that you can't leave this battle. You can't leave this thing on a 
you can't I, I feel that you can't do a everybody wins type of thing. I think they do a everybody wins thing is gonna be lame. But that's the interesting thing, because I don't even think like every everybody can win in a I don't think that's even possible. I think we're too far gone for that. Well, they could. I mean, once but like here's okay, then here's here's where my point is the whole power of friendship thing. If they mess around and do like a sugar rocky face turn. And then, you know, like, obviously, like, and then, like, all the, you know, the Shigaraki face turn, or he ends up getting saved, or whatever it is, and now everyone, like, turns, and, you know, and now all, everyone turns on all for one, and now it's, like, everybody versus all for one, and, like, that, to me, isn't gonna be a fun ending, or that, to me, isn't going to be an ending that I would enjoy. Now, other people may enjoy it. For me, I wouldn't. For me, I'm rather just like, listen, Shigaraki has gone too far down this line. He's already done, you know what I'm saying? He's already done, you know, he accepted his role as is what it is. And yada, you know what I'm saying? So him going, you know, he, him trying to do this last minute turn of him and Deku becoming friends or him and Deku having this heart to heart moment and where, you know, he turns, that's not going to feel that's not going to feel like a complete thing to me. I feel it. What are your thoughts, Johnny? Yeah, so, yeah, in regards to, like, it's, like, sort of, like, reforming Shigaraki, um, it, it is very difficult because, like, you know, you have Shigaraki, but then, like, like you also have, you know, the, the voice in his head or, like, you know, the fusion that way. It's, like, okay, all for one, as an entity, as, like, as a physical being, needs to be eradicated. He cannot exist. He, he cannot physically exist for the world to have a happy future. Like and like Shigaraki, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you know, you rehabilitate him that you know in some way or something because like you you do see sort of with the the schism of like even even in this chapter where he's like you know stay out of my head you know let me handle this like we we've seen the parts before where it's like Shigaraki doesn't like you know having you know a sort of like voice in his head you know pulling the strings he doesn't really like being a puppet in that way so like we might see that break off but like. I think, yeah, all for one, the person definitely needs to, you know, be out here. And then beyond that, I'm not sure how they how they exactly handle everything else. For sure. Yeah. So what do you think? Because I feel that you have a I feel that you have a very, like, clear thought on how you want this to end. I mean, I don't have a clear thought on it, to be honest. Like, for me, the ending has to at least check off, like, like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if shigaraki has a quote-unquote face turn but it's not gonna be like the full everybody wins face turn where he's still alive gets to run free or at the very least is on surveillance or something like that for me i think a satisfying ending would at least be like because we know shigaraki has a shared consciousness with all for one he's trying to take over his body um maybe there's a point where he tries to take out all for one and Deku does like a like a simultaneous punch type of thing where he takes out off one and Shigaragi takes out off one, but because he's taking out off one, he takes out himself too. Something like that. You know what I mean? I think that would be a kind of satisfying thing. I see, I can't get with that, but you know what? We I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Not today. Not today. I, I see what you're saying though. You know what I'm saying? That feels I mean, end of the day, that feels definitive of there's a winner and there's a loser. Yeah. End of the day, that's all that needs to happen is that there needs to be a clear cut winner and a clear cut loser in this. There yeah. can't be no middle ground gray area of anything. It has to be. It has to be pretty black and white for me to, for this to end well. 
Like oh. it, that's the other thing. Like because it the black and white thing would be like the you know more heroes die or something like that. That could be another thing. But you know we'll we'll see we'll see. Yeah. Well, speaking of another manga that has multiple battles going on, mm-hmm. uh, Yuta's back and Yuta's going crazy. He is going crazy. Okay, is he really going crazy? He kind of getting his ass whooped, but he still he's just he's just holding his own. Because here's the thing, and I want you to understand, because I brought this up a few weeks ago now with Megumi's fights with Yuji, all of them in that colony. There, we were getting some explanations on all of their fights and stuff like that. Because now we're getting into the actual meat and potatoes of Yuta. There's no real dialogue for it. We're just looking at all of these folks' powers, and we're like, damn, Yuta is kind of like, you know, struggling a little bit, but he also doesn't have his ace in the hole with him right now. So it's like, damn, like, what what's really going on? We're actually getting some decent fights. I'm just, I don't think Yuta's actually getting his ass beat. I think he's like, you know, he's getting jumped right now, but he he's calling for backup. He's calling his old lady. You know what I'm saying? It's and it's a, it's about to get it's about to go down. I mean, he's fighting. You know, as as Johnny once called him, he's fighting. You know, Johnny Bravo. John, yeah. you fight Johnny Bravo and a New York woman. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you think Johnny Bravo would date uh, a New York woman? Oh, Johnny Bravo would date anybody, bro. I mean, that's Come true. On, Never mind. Say, I'll take that question back. Real, uh-huh. real thirst god, right? There. <laughs> real thirsty. Man, right? He is. No, nah, shout out to the New York woman love though that they're getting in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, you know man. what? Shout out to Jujutsu Kaisen for, for picking the the superior woman group. Yeah, I'm I'm pandering like a motherfucker right now. I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> don't even care. It's my show. <laughs> um, Johnny, how are you feeling though about this about this chapter about this latest chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, so it's, it's definitely um, yeah, it's good seeing seeing more back and forth. I think this was um. This character, I don't remember his name exactly. So I'll just go with yeah, the, the the Johnny Bravo Beam guy. Um, this is like the one that's like expanded like past a chapter because like if you look at you know the past battles that we've seen you to have in the calling games, each one is like settled in that chapter. Like he comes through and like cuts the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like in hiding, whatever. He you know he kissed that cockroach and made it explode with cursed energy. That one that was one chapter. And then, you know, he fights the chapter, the chapter before this, you know, he, he was fighting the beam guy and then the, uh, um, the, the girl with the, yeah, she can make, yeah, she can turn the sky into a surface. It's like that, like tag team uh-huh. is the longest that we've seen, um, for the calling games. Like it's, so he, yeah, so he's, I think he's handling his, you know, battles better in the, in this case, but like in, and this is the one that's really, you know, pushing him where he's got it. He's like, I'm getting, I'm getting my ass kicked. I gotta call wifey back to, you know, help me out. Oh yeah, she definitely gotta come save his ass. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, come on. He was like, full power. He was like, I'm tired of this. Rika's gonna go crazy. No, nah, definitely for sure. Um, no, nah, I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been enjoying this battle. It's not really, you know. I do think JJK is having an issue right now still with the pacing. And kind of like the whole how they jump in battle to battle, but this is definitely bringing you to back and having him a part of all of this has definitely been it. It changes the story. He's a character that you want to see fight just because he's so good at it, and he's going to be fighting different quality of opponents. And this is kind of like a triple threat match, so it's like there really is no mm-hmm. teams, and they're all kind of going at each other. Um, you know, especially that because he's also the two sources that he's fighting are from the past. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. 
it, it, no, the, his fight is definitely more exciting. You kind of get more, a little bit more invested into it. Uh, I think we are used to seeing Utah's fights go much quicker. Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, so it's nice to see him guy even face his own, you know, adversity and face his own like issues. And it gives Magumi a little bit of leanway because you're kind of like, all right, man, listen, calling games, you're going against some much stronger opponents. But end of the day, uh, no, this this battle so far has definitely been very enticing. It's been fun. It's been action packed. You've been, you know, you're seeing some cool different techniques. You're in, in your, 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 you're kind you're wanting more to see what happens next. Yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he he's he's showing some Utah love because this is the time where everybody's done seeing the movie in Japan. We're about to get it stateside, you know what I mean? So, you know, why not let this character flex a little bit that everybody's getting a witness on the big screen, you know? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So um all right, last chapter. Before we get into a a, a little quick fun fun discussion um but last chapter what i feel like was the best chapter of the week blue box i'm gonna let you have it go for it we talking about real emotion we talking about real storytelling right now you know what i'm saying we we talking about real heart-wrenching real love and basketball real one-on-one for your heart shit right now you know what i'm saying and what blue box is doing this week you know, bringing, you know, you got the way he's going back and forth with the Hina and the China son thing. It's just yeah. like the, the basket, the, 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 you know, the basketball game, you're seeing the clips and then you're seeing like Hina make this move on Taki and you're just like, you see the emotion coming back and forth, you know, Taki shooting a basketball and him like telling like the, the, the confessions of the love. It's like, yo, like you're like, you get, it's the suspense is so crazy. <laughs> the suspense is so crazy in this chapter. Like you are so invested into everything that is going on and the way that like the paneling, the paneling in this chapter was absolutely amazing. Shout out to whoever, you know, shout out to how this this the panels were just set up. It was perfect in terms of how it complemented the story. It was perfect on how it complemented the dialogue. It, like mm-hmm. the the quick pages of like there's no words you're just kind of seeing what's happening in the game and then you see Hina kind of make this move and you're kind of just like oh my gosh like these are two very intense moments happening at the same exact time and you're just you, you buy in you're just like fuck this fuck everything else I am so locked in on what's going on and then it just how it ends and you're yeah. just like Oh shit! You're like fuck. You're you're like what the what the hell just happened? The We're talking real storytelling here, bro. This is real storytelling. This is real hip hop right here. Illmatic couldn't do this storytelling. This is like written by Ghostface. This is how good this storytelling is, bro. The art of storytelling, bro. Like, come on, man. Andre three thousand couldn't write this, bro. He couldn't write this blue box shit, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> this shit is too good, man. It's too damn good. Oh my gosh. It's uh, best chapter of the week. Easily best chapter of the week. Spy Family got number two. Blue Box, man. Blue Box goes, at, it always goes an extra level, bro. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, if you haven't read the chapter, you know what I'm saying? Read the chapter. 
please read it. Well, if you haven't read Blue Box, let me start there. Please go read Blue Box. JV, how are you? How are you feeling about this? About this uh, Blue Box chapter this week? Because even you brought it up. You're like, man, I just, I just said, damn, at the end of it. Yeah, that was, uh, it was crazy because it's like, yeah, you're you're reading. It's like, this is you know, chapter I guess two of like, it's like, hey, you know, she, you know, him and the girl there. Uh, they, they they go for like you know dessert and then he's like oh you know he's like you, I think like in his mind you can see he kind of wanted to get back to you know see Chinatsu at the thing but like she but uh oh girl Haya I forget her name uh Hina because they're the they have Chinatsu at the game and they're at the park um you know chopping it up but they're talking about Chinatsu at the game and yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. start going into this. It's like, oh, you know, let's have a shoe cooking, shoe cooking contest, and who, you know, whoever whoever loses has to make a confession. And I, th- I feel like she kind of like, oh, she yeah, she, yeah, match. she threw it and she like, I'm just like, I have a confession, <laughs> I'm in love. And then that's at that moment, I was just like, <laughs> like, oh my god, oh yeah, bro, it's it that got meme. real spicy. It's that, it's that meme where like the dude has a straight face, but then it has the picture of him yeah. actually screaming inside. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That doubt, bro. That was me. I was just reading it. I'm quiet in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? But I think the only the thing along with that is Hina uh, Chinatsu breaking the shot at the end of the game bro, as she says that. Bruh, listen. The parallels. The parallels are too crazy. The yeah. parallels are too crazy, bro. It was just, oh man. Listen, Blue Box, next level, man. It's yeah. it's absolutely next level. Yeah, and like more, yeah. One thing I wanted to say though, one thing, um, like as far as like Chinatsu, like, like I, for me, I read like Blue Box and like sort of like a long stretch. Did have we gotten back to the part where it's like she find like where Chinatsu finds him like sleeping at the tournament? And it's like it's lonely being lied to, like, because like when they went to the festival together with with Hina and him. Did he ever find out? No, did, like, did she find out? Did Did he find out that she like was there? And, yeah, like, I think she. Did, I think she, she did. brings it up, and he yeah. he looks her in the face and just goes like, "How was I like? How was I supposed to tell you?" He kept yeah. it real. He kept it P. Yeah, listen, Taki is P. I've been telling you this. <laughs> he's a real motherfucking P, bro. <laughs> Man, listen, he's he knows what he's doing. He's finessing it. But I man, yeah, bro. The blue box, blue box is on a whole nother level. Um, you know, uh, you know, and this this is a nice, nice way to ending and get into our, our final discussion of the day. Yeah, um, man. Very much inspired by the greatest. I'm saying this for myself. Um, and if you want to argue with me, y'all can. I'll probably be. Well, we recording this on a Sunday. Yeah, breaking the fourth wall here a little bit. Uh, recording this on a Sunday, which means I'm gonna be in the Black Variant uh, Batman uh, spaces later today. So mm, it's probably saying mm. the same exact thing. But this this last discussion is based on us and me seeing the greatest comic book movie I've ever seen in my life. This mm. week, the Batman, and it really got me thinking of comic book movies get done. A fairly a, a good amount of times they get done very good. They're very well. This Batman movie is amazing, and it got me thinking of what mangas do we want to see become live action. I mean, we can have a whole separate discussion another time about why. That's a bad idea. Is. 
Yeah, why like manga and animes you typically have a harder time be- getting adapted into live action than than other um than other stories or American comic book stories. I think that I mean that's a much deeper dive that we can definitely do one day. But it got me just thinking of like, man, if we could pick a manga and we could pick a director, like what mangas would we like to see get made into a live action and like what director do we want to 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 get it done? So I, I just text a group. I was like, just choose one. And I, I want to see what the group says. I, I'm pretty sure we're going to get some good ideas here. But uh, AD, we can kick it off. Uh, man. So I wrote down like a few because I was really like trying to really decide on what I would actually like. And then I got tired of it. So I just said, fuck it. Um, but I'm going to just list off a few of them. Uh, I think the best one on this list is My Hero. You know, My Hero done by John Watts. If you know who that is, he's the guy who directed all the Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy, all of that stuff in the MCU. I just feel like he would do a great My Hero movie. I think that would be, you know, up his wheelhouse. I could see that. I mean, My Hero would definitely be a, a great fit for any type of Disney Marvel. No, Kevin Feige is a, a hold of fucking My Hero Academia live action. It's going to... It'll be crazy. Yeah, yeah. It'll definitely be crazy. I'm pretty sure that they'll they will. I think my hero live action actually wouldn't be that hard to do. That's what I'm saying. If I it's, if it's it done something be, like that, I think it'll look. I see, and I think it wouldn't be that hard. I think they'll be able to. I think they would be able to get that right as long yeah. as they don't go. As long as they don't try to do nothing like get the stupid hair correct. <laughs> Give him like spiky hair and shit. We'll be straight. Yeah, I think nah, my hero could easily be done though, and easily transition to a live action movie for sure. Definitely. Um, some of the other ones I had on here was like Sakamoto Days by Quentin Tarantino. I thought that would be dope. Down to Down by James Wan. A Tarantino uh, Sakamoto Days. Yes, that would be fucking insane. <laughs> that would be hard as shit. I'm saying, Sakamoto dog. Days by Tarantino. There's gonna be so many n words. <laughs> I'm saying, dog, that shit was so crazy. Many, so many good words to talk about those days. I would be yeah, absolutely yeah, you crazy. Like, Tarantino's a good, you know, a good fit for that one. That's just real quick. Um, like whoever did the John Wick ones, like if you're talking about like Sakamoto, like, like the murderous improv aspect of it. Yeah, that would definitely be. That would definitely fit. That would. That would be hard. Hey, JV, what was what was something on your list? Yeah. So the one. Uh, that I had had like one of the first ones because I was look I was looking at my um, bookshelf of like like are all the ones on here that I have are like they've either made ones or I don't know if it'd be translated well but one series that I've picked up recently and I think could do well is uh in live action is Claymore if y'all familiar with that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure Claymore yeah no Claymore will be definitely something especially now because things like The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings of Ahala that's booming on Netflix right now. Like yep. that whole little genre and realm is is booming right now. So I definitely think Claymore is something that live action wise would would be done great. Yeah, and then another one I had. This is more, this is less on the uh, the blockbuster side. This is more of like like indie vibes. Um, Look back by uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto, the creator of Chainsaw Man. That with a there's a director by the um his name is Richard Linklater, who he's done a couple different movies about like days in the life and passage of time, but the one that sort of like ties back to to look back is like he did this one um called Boyhood that came out in 2014, 
and it started filming in 2002 because it compiles 10 or 12 real life years of a kid growing up. So I think like that aspect. Mm. Oh was, yeah, he did the he uh, the, that movie 12 where yeah, yeah, I remember that. I attempted to watch it. I didn't end up finishing it, but I did attempt to watch it. Yeah, so you take like you look at like, you know, look back and you think of the passage of time and like, you know, seeing them going from elementary to like early adulthood. I think that, that, that could be, you know, captured really well. It'd be like, you know, more like on the indie side or like, you know, smaller scale, but could be really well done if it was portrayed correctly. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. That's, those are those are some definitely some good choices right there. Definitely some good choices. So for mine, I did I did Reborn. Oh, the Hitman Reborn? The Hitman Reborn. And I I want that to be done by Martin Scorsese. I, I was trying to figure out who I could get from Martin Scorsese, but I think that was that's perfect. Yeah, I want, I want, I want Hitman Reborn done by, by Martin Scorsese. I think that'll be, that'll be hard. It's goofy. It's a bit goofy. I think, he, <laughs> I think he will go crazy with it. It's, it's funny because I was like, you know, I wanted to f- put something for Spy Family, and I thought about Martin Scorsese with Spy Family. But I was like, nah, I don't know. I think he would work with Reborn really well. That, oh uh, yeah. Because okay, I, cause so originally before I said reborn by Martin Scorsese, I was gonna say. I mean, I still think think this will work too. But I was gonna say, uh, Go Go Thirteen. Oh yeah, I think I, I think, think it will. I think I both think... of those movies will go really well. Yeah, right? those will be hard. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, there's a difference between assassin spy shit and mafia type shit like they're, yeah. they're very similar but there is a line that's very different between them both. yeah because th- even that was like yozakura family i was trying to figure out like mm, i don't think that that could fit something for scorsese i think he needs something a little bit you know a little bit actually more in the mafia side i think you're right about that that's a that's a good choice so um but yeah no nah, those are definitely i think i mean Obviously, the 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 James Bond series has definitely had many different directors in it. But if they chose anyone who did any of the Daniel Craig wants to do Spy Family, that would be hard. I, I was saying Mark Foster or James Gunn. Yeah, I said dotted on by James Gunn because of the the Guardians of the Galaxy shit. I think the the space slash alien spiritual thing by James Gunn that I think he would be. Really with. I think Don and I is just goofy enough. It's yeah. goofy enough for him to have fun with that shit. And so he yeah. would definitely. But um, the other one that I chose was uh, you could legit choose any Junji Ento book. And I just want it done by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. You know what? I give him you, Promise I, Neverland, too. You could fuck around to give him Promise Neverland. Oh, bro! How the fucking like how the uh uh the aliens will look, or the demons will look? Man. Oh my gosh! You can give him both of those. I think he will kill it with either one of those. Yeah, I think both of those will look good. I see. I think that's the thing. I think that like mangas and stuff, they just need it. They they just need to get the big big budget shit. Like, they need <laughs> yeah. to get a real. They need to get like a real. They need to get a real life ass like. You know what I'm saying? Get them Disney dollars or something. Get them man. Disney, man. Listen, bro, get like a real ass, you know, because. But I, I will say this. This is my last thing, and then we can we can wrap this up. I think it'll be easier to adapt animes or mangas that have more Eurocentric, uh, like settings and characters. 
I think it's really hard to do things that are set in Tokyo and like set really truly set in Japan with like real like Japanese characters because once you whitewash it, it's cooked. Even there, like you know, what I'm saying it's bad because it's just like immediately you're you're erasing some very important cultural things with it. I it's... think when 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 they do other things that are already you know do mangas that are already pretty like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're already uh, essentially some Eurocentric things. They already deal with that kind of stuff, or they're kind of dealing with a kind of a completely different setting that's out of like Japan. Then I'm like, okay, you can play with it. I think the, what the issue comes in is when when it start things start getting super whitewashed, and then it's like, yo, you're like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I mean, definitely. reborn. I mean, reborn is obviously set in Japan, but dealing with the mafia shit, I know my boy. I know my boy Scorsese would go crazy with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it would definitely do numbers. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it is one of those things where it's like because a lot of manga is, you know, it, it's it's Japan, like it's, the home. <laughs> like you can't escape the fact that like a lot, 99.99% of manga is made in Japan, bro. So it's like, you know, you can't escape it if they're inspired by their homeland, their setting and anything like that. But at this, in the same breath for the ones that aren't set in those places, you know, you i think you can do a little bit more and you can have a little bit more fun with those and you know they they do just need the budget with them like go crazy have the special effects i think we're in a time right now where you know as long as you throw a budget at something and get the right effects people on it and you know casting's good every, you can capture lightning in a bottle like that'll be a hit on the movie theater screen you know what i'm saying hey michael bay low key need to do kaiju number 8 i was thinking about that i was actually thinking about that yeah, he do. He definitely need Kaiju number eight. Kaiju number eight needs somebody that has like like mecha shit. That needs you need somebody that's that's good with the explosions. Yeah. The, the special effects. Yeah. I um I also got Undead and Luck from James Cameron because he got he got aliens, he got Transformers, he got Avatar, bro. Like all of that stuff with Kaiju number not Kaiju number eight, but Undead Unluck, you know, the crazy insane shit. I just think that he would probably be do he would do some work with that. So nah, yeah, for sure. Well, this is a thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. My man JB, thank you very much for pulling up on us, bro. It's, it's, it's an honor, man. It's always very, very honored to be here. Nah, yeah, you already sure. know. Always, bro. Open door policy, always. But make sure you are always listening to the Big Eyes Podcast and the Lookout. Um, make sure you're following and subscribe to the Lookout RNC. Make sure you're following RNC Radio Live. Make sure you're subscribed to every Patreon. Make sure you're, you know, you're supporting the homies. Um, you know, and other than that, AD was a sign off. You already know. Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast.